So as I mentioned, today is the first day in our creation series, and today we're focusing on the ocean, on water. You know, from the beginning of time, water has been a source of fascination and fear. It was often seen as a place of chaos, the opposite of God's order and will. It's the source of mystery and the unknown. I mean, there are still life forms and ecosystems we can only imagine at the depths of the oceans, far beyond our ability to reach. And yet we have indeed impacted those fathoms of the deep, the darkest holes, and the most mysterious of places. And we are all quite aware at this point of the current situation around us. Whether or not we're willing to go so far as to use the terms climate change and global warming, we have seen pictures of the mess we've left behind. We have lived through actual extinctions of whole species in just the last century. And regardless of what you think of the scientific implications, I don't think anyone can deny that we have literally trashed creation and our lifestyles need to change so that we don't do more damage. An even bigger challenge here is the complete and overwhelming feeling of impotence and powerlessness that has overcome us as we look at what needs to be done. You know, some articles are as grim as predicting that our planet will go through a complete process of extinction by the end of this century, and we're past the point of no return. So some might say, well, what's the point then? Why don't we, like the teacher of Ecclesiastes, just claim all is vanity, so we might as well just eat, drink, and be merry, because tomorrow we die. Because it's depressing to think about whether or not we can change anything at all. And it's tempting to incline ourselves into that direction. Consider Job. Job, this faithful, pious, godly servant, struck down. Everything taken from him. His friends despise him. He is legitimately angry and frustrated and lost. And he feels there is no direction to go anymore. And he doesn't know what else to do, so he demands an explanation from God. He knows he's done nothing wrong. And yet God allowed his suffering to take place. And so God answers him. In the text that we receive today, in chapter 38, God answers him with the reflection of all that God has done and continues to do. To even, as it describes, enclose the sea like a toddler in a playpen. And God challenges Job. Do you understand the ways of the world? Do you understand how everything works? And why? And for whom? Do you not know that all of creation is a delight to God? Your integrity does not tell the sun to rise. Your piety does not call forth the stars. Life is not centered on you. That is a harsh reality check. Life is not centered on you. And yet... God cares about you so much that God came here in person to show us a better way to live. A way without violence, a way without abuse, a way without bullying, a way without oppression, a way without consuming each other and ourselves. 
a way that shows each and every one of us just how valuable and precious we are. Just how valuable and precious all of creation is. And still Christians have taken the meaning of Jesus to be just a personal get-out-of-jail-free card. We have got to go deeper than that. Let's look at today's Gospel reading. Now, maybe you remember that we had this reading back in February. You probably don't. I do. I don't remember what I preached on. I had to look it up. (laughs) But I preached about guilt. The guilt of not being able to provide. The guilt of not being able to do what you promised. The guilt of having caused destruction in your wake. It seems appropriate. But today I want to focus on the other side of guilt, and that is hope. Because Jesus tells the disciples to put out into the deep water and cast their nets. After a long night of fishing and failure, Jesus challenged them to try again. But not just to try, to go into the deep waters, that place of chaos and turmoil and uncertainty and fear. Go into the deep, he says. Trust me, it'll be worth it. You see, the Jewish people were anything but seafarers. They lived by the Sea of Galilee, not by the ocean. They saw the water as a necessary evil, a place they have to traverse, but given a choice, they would have chosen otherwise. To go into the deep was to allow themselves to be vulnerable in the midst of the unknown. We know what that's like. So what might it look like for us to go into the deep? What might it look like for us to trust God in the midst of the chaos and turmoil that surrounds us? The chaos of plastic floating in the water, the turmoil of our trash killing marine life of every kind. What might it look like to take a step of faith and cast our nets into the deep water, not knowing how it will make a difference, but doing it anyway? Because that's exactly what Jesus asked of the disciples. That's exactly what he's asking of us. They didn't believe that casting out one more time was going to do any more good. You see, the night had ended. It was time to go home with nothing. They had failed. It was done. There would be no money, no food for that day, for a people living day to day. I don't think we can truly imagine the level of disappointment and fear that they must have felt when we can just hop over to the grocery store and buy what we need whenever we need it. So let me put this in context for a few of you. The electricity has been out for days, it'll be out for another week, and your phone just died. (laughs) Now that's not at all really what the disciples experienced because their lives depended on the catch. And perhaps after hours of casting, it was just too much hope, in, too much to hope in one more time. And yet they did it. They went where they didn't want to go and cast their nets one more time, and the unimaginable happened. It wasn't too late after all. They wouldn't go home empty-handed. <coughs> for many of us, for many across the globe, it seems the damage has been done and there is no recovery, there is no turning back. After 50 years of being warned without giving any response, the inevitable has happened and continues to happen. And yet, and yet God calls us to trust, 
to put out into the deep water and cast our nets one more time, one more time, and again, and again. To not give up, to change how we live and adapt what we use. To refuse the straw at the drive through window or in the restaurant. To go back to the car for the canvas bag you left there when you got to the grocery store. To experiment with shampoo bars instead of plastic bottles. To bring a re reusable bottle or a reusable cup to church or to some place instead of buying another plastic one. To challenge big companies to change their packaging. To be inconvenienced with recycling basic recyclables in one bin and glass in another because they started to refuse not to take the glass. And then plastic, unrecyclable plastic in new hefty energy bags. To spend a little extra money on biodegradable trash bags and doggy waste bags, to bike more and drive less, to not run the water between washing dishes or to water the lawn a little less often. These are simple things, doable things, little things. But when many of us participate, it can make a big difference. We could get involved in cleanup projects around the church, around our neighborhood, in our community. We can encourage individuals and businesses to change their practices. And I don't know if we will actually succeed in changing the trajectory of the scientific data, but I do know one thing. We are called to go into the deep, into the chaos and mystery of this world with respect for the unknown and trust in God. We're called to go into the deep, into the changes of inconvenience and even difficulty in order to bring life back to the life-giving waters of this world. We're called to go into the deep, into the tomb, so that our denial can finally die and we can reemerge resurrected and made new. That's what the gospel of Jesus Christ is about. Not about easy living, not about just getting to a heavenly home somewhere someday, but about reevaluating God's precious creation, living in faith, not fear, and going deeper than we thought possible. Amen.